Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 33. very pleased to know that I'm wearing trousers today. Oh, I'm thrilled. I thought you'd never put them on again. <laughs> See, it's quite cold now and I feel like I've got the ratio of, of trousers and light cardigans. I've got the layering thing down to a T. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. And, and do you know what I'm pleased about as well, that we managed to get this in today? Well, I was thinking... Not that we take ourselves too seriously, but we've, you know, sometimes both of us being freelance, we're, we're both really busy and other times literally got nothing to do. We're sat twiddling our hair and, um, you know, you can think, oh, we need to get the podcast out here. And, you know, we've both got newsletters and blog posts and YouTube. Well, you've got YouTube and it, it's just constantly like to a schedule. But I was thinking better late than never, surely. Exactly. I'm glad that's the thing. I think and as long as it's, it's going up. And that's the main thing. I mean, it's not the main thing, but it's one of the main things. I know. I know some of you get upset because it's late, but I thought, well, those people that are upset when it's late, they're going to be even more upset if it just doesn't happen. It, like at the beginning of the series, we had such high hopes and now we're like, at least we're dressed. <laughs> How are you anyway? I'm good. I'm well. I've just had a mad old week. Um, so I'm chasing my tail a little bit and... As my mum says, I didn't know my arse from my elbow. So I'm just kind of, you know, trying to get on top of things. Um, but I'm good. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm doing exactly the same. I've I've actually had a personal life of late and um, that's really affected my work. <laughs> oh, God. How does everyone else manage? Um, well, I know. I literally have no idea. I, d- I don't know. Because um, sometimes, well, the thing was on Thursday, I was supposed to go into London and it was my third day in London in a row and sometimes you can have actually have too many meetings and you, can you just, just need to sit at your laptop popular, can't you Charlotte you, you can you can be too popular um so I went to Blue Water which is my favorite place it's my happy place Blue Water um and had a lovely time and I've also been to Margate at the weekend which was really nice we went with June um to visit all our friends where we used to live that was great because I just again felt really popular because uh saw loads of my friends uh what else have I been doing oh we went to that Lizzo dinner that was pretty darn fancy oh wasn't it just I described that to everybody because I've not stopped talking about it as Liv you won't get this reference because you're not a Harry Potter fan not not a sore talking point at all but if um for all the Harry Potter fans out there if you think about the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix before it got shabby it was like that it was really eclectic you went up the stairs and it just had loads of um different prints botanical prints and like posters from I don't know it was like the 1920s and there was like boulangerie how do you say French patisserie is that how you say it isn't it boulangerie boulangerie oh god only yeah thank you God only knows I can't pronounce. And um, it was just really 
I don't want to say the festive, but it was. It it was just lovely. And we went in and there was a beautifully set table and a pianist in the corner who played all evening playing Christmas songs. Oh, dreamy. Got me in the mood. Oh, didn't it? I feel very festive. I will touch on it more um, during shopping. But I feel, I feel, I'm feeling quite festive. Well, I think... If I'm going to analyse it, as my mum would say, we've all just gone American. Because normally in America, doesn't it kind of go Halloween? And then as soon as the calendar goes to November, it's very festive, isn't it? But I feel like um, we're past bonfire night now. We're out of the woods. We're, we're in the season. I am not complaining. What else is there to do this time of year? Nothing, sweet nothing. Yeah, exactly. This is why January, February and a bit of March are depressing because there's nothing there's going no on. There's no I'm so... a Celeb, there's no Strictly, there's no, like, that's the thing. I'm waiting now for I'm a Celeb and then I'm then I'm done for the year. How many more days? I don't know. I think it's like maybe a week, week and a half. Oh my God. I will be avoiding. We, talk, we can talk more about that in Teddy Chat, but I'm good. You're good. Shall we talk about some shopping? You're going to get festive in shopping. What you got to tell well, me? Well, you know, I haven't done any clothes shopping. Actually, do you know what? I, I lie. I bought a beret, a new beret. Oh, let's chat berets, actually, because I struggle. I have a large head, as, as you know, because I talk as about it a lot. Um, and if anybody's wondering what a large head is, mine's 62 centimetres round. I know your head measurement now because you mention it so much. I know. And if you think you have a large head and you don't know how big your head is, it's not big enough. Because the if it, if you've struggled with hats all your life, like curiosity has driven you to measure your head. Oh, I mean, that's a, so one, my, my head must be average then. I reckon yours is about 56 centimetres. I'm going to measure it next time I see you. The average is 58. I reckon yours is below. Oh, a little bit of a pea head. Yeah, small head. Where did you get your beret from? I got it from ASOS. I got like a tartan kind of one. So it's very festive. Um, oh, my. I know. Very, very fancy. Um, but anyway, that's like, that's the only clothing related thing. So I'll, I'll feed back and let you know what it looks like. Because it might be a complete horror story. Yeah, you might have to take that back. Yeah, I know. We'll see. It might look amazing. In my head, it's, it's all going on. Um, oh, if I looked like I imagine everything to look on... Charlotte in my head I wouldn't be returning a thing well, this is it <laughs> um, I really struggle with berries berries I have to get um beyond retro do like two different sizes sizes of berries and I have to get like an oversized one <laughs> I can't imagine what a beret looks like oversized <laughs> like a yeah exactly on your head like you know how berries look really cool on you I'm gonna do like an Instagram story on this and I'm gonna put your berry on your head and then put it on my head and people will literally think I've swapped it for like a miniature beret <laughs> Well, like a little Santa's hat that you'd put on a bottle of wine or something. That's what it looks like. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this. Anyway, um, what else? I, do you know what? I was, well, this last week I was in Manchester for the night. I was doing some recording for the Insecure Girls Club. And the next morning, myself and Alice, um, who is Alice Catherine on Instagram, who's amazing, we went and did a bit of shopping. And I started my Christmas shopping. Yes, I love that feeling. Oh, and I really, I've got your present. Oh, have you? I have. And Awkward. Best go by yours. You're like, well, I didn't know you were doing presents, but now you've said that. <laughs> Literally logging onto ASOS and looking for tartan things. 
Thanks. I, I don't give to receive, but I thought I'd let you know I've got your present. Um, okay, cool. Noted. Um, and then I just, I really enjoyed it. I think what I have to do when I Christmas shop is just, I mean, otherwise I just buy things myself. I just have to think if I like it that much, just buy it, but just don't keep it. And that's what, I, that's what I started doing. But they've got some amazing shops in Manchester. There's one shop that I could spend all day in. It's called Fred Aldous or Fred Aldous. I'm sure there's people from Manchester listening, saying like, no, you've said it wrong. But it's honestly, it is heaven. It's They've got stationery cards. They've got all the art supplies. They've got books. They've got two like original old photo booths. One's colour, one's black and white. It's literally heaven. Ooh. It's heaven. But I started my Christmas shopping in there. Um, so yeah, I felt good. I've made a, made a spreadsheet um, and I'm trying to get a bit organised this year. Have you started? I I mean, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I, I got a few things in the back of my wardrobe that I bought in September. Oh, who are they for? Oh, um, who are they for? Something for June, something for Jack and something for my friend Beth. Um, it was TK Maxx. It was kind of that situation where you see it, you have to buy it because if you go back, it's not going to be well, there. exactly. And it wasn't that I was intentionally Christmas shopping. I just saw these bits and thought, that's it. Um, but actually in London last week, because I was there a couple of days, I've got some really good ideas now. Um, just I w- spent a lot of time walking around Liberty and Selfridges and just, um, yeah, writing a list and checking it twice. Um, and you're just waiting to see who's been naughty or nice? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing at my own jokes so hard? It's been a, it's been a long Monday. But I no, I haven't started yet. Actually, my money, my Christmas money doesn't get released until the 24th of November. Mm. So I have to wait until then because I put a tenner aside a week. Um, and I have done. And mum releases it to me, my sister-in-law and herself. Um, so that then I can officially start the shop. And then you all go in, guns, all guns blazing, like right. Yeah. Storming into yeah. the shops. <laughs> I won't be storming that Saturday, isn't that the that uh that uh that Black Friday and Saturday Monday? That is a very busy weekend. Oh, it, a very busy weekend. <laughs> Well, they closed. They closed Oxford Street down, um, and they won't let cars up here. I mean, it's chaos. Oh my god! Have you bought anything else this week? Oh, have I? I've written a list. Oh my god! So, oh, let me let me find the right list. That was my to do list. This is my podcast list. Um, so, in Blue Water, as I mentioned, me, Jack, and June went Thursday afternoon, and we had a great time. We went to Ask Italian. Um, the one thing with a child is I do like a chain Italian because they're very accommodating to small people, and. Um, but me and Jack, we needed a few bits for June. But if anybody ever sees me and Jack clothes shopping for June, they'd probably think like we were the dream family because that it really brings out the best in us. So J- Jack will be one side of the shop being like, I think this will really work with her floral onesie and her, her knitted cardigan. I'm like, oh, that's really cute. What about this hat? And it's um, it, it's quite sickening. But that truly is like me and Jack at our best when we're clothes shopping for June. I don't know why. We just both love it. You thrive in that environment. We really do. I mean, we did not thrive last night when driving home from Kent to Lincoln and we missed the turn off of the M25. That was um, us at our worst. So, um, but we, yeah, we got her loads of lovely things from Gap and Zara, loads of cord things. And she got a little pair of dungarees. Um, she, yeah, her autumn winter wardrobe is complete. And then I did a bit of Actually, I've done two purchases, but one's going back. So I did a naughty purchase Ooh. from Rixo, 
and they have this star dress and it's contrast with polka dots I know, on the top. I know the one. Yeah, I love it. You know the one. So it sold out. So obviously that made me want it more. And then they had a waiting list and they said it was coming back in. So they emailed me when it came back in and I bought it. Um, and I've got it and it's a beautiful dress, but it's just not wowing me for the price. Really? Oh, I think, is that the one that I really wanted? Because there's one I really loved. It's a V-neck. Uh, the top half is polka dot long sleeves, and then it goes into um, black kind of bias cut midi with gold stars on it. Let me just investigate because I feel like there's one that I really loved, and then I kind of I let it slip to the back of my mind, which I knew would be a sensible decision. Uh, it might yes, be. It, it might be the one. Yes. Sorry. Oh yeah, polka dot on top with stars underneath. Yeah, and I was actually thinking when I tried it on, it's more you than it is me, because I think on you it'll be a bit of a longer length, but it's not the cheapest of dresses. You know, it's it's silk, it's beautifully made, um, and I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I feel really special, I feel really fancy. Um, and I did go into store to see if I could try it on, because I don't like to order things online and then send them back, but that's going back, and I feel really pleased with myself, because... Yeah, it was it was a it was a big treat for having a good year for celebrating my first year freelance. But she's going back. So then, once I knew she was going back, I hopped on. You had some more money to, in the bank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could save it or I could I could spend it. Um, but then I logged on to Big Bud Press, which is a clothing company which is based in LA, and recently they did a Kickstarter for jumpsuits in all colors of the rainbow. And they go in at the waist. They've got a crop leg, a little bit of a flare and they're unisex, and they come in the most incredible colours, and I've been lusting after them for ages. And again, they were sold out, like a red rag to a bull, and I was like, I, I need one. Um, and then they came back in stock, and I spent three days deliberating over what colour to get um, before being a bit drunk at a dinner party and then getting the whole table's opinion, and we all settled on flamingo pink, so that has been ordered. Ordering the full collection. <laughs> No, no, I'm close. Well, there are four colours I want. I ordered the flamingo pink. I'd love the lilac, the vintage white tea colour, and they do a Mustang red. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And it's one of those things, because it's coming from America, I like, estimated the, sh the shipping, um, the taxes and the import, and I know I'm going to have to pay a little bit when it comes, but I'm I'm more than happy to, because that is going to get its wear. Oof, I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait for it to arrive. What else have I... Oh. Another thing I've been perusing uh, in Margate, there's a shop called Little Little Shop on North Down. And you know when you um, see things on Instagram, but you really often want to see them in real life. So there's this jeweler called uh, Rio Jewels, and they have a really beautiful horse ring shoe in gold. And I've looked at it on Instagram over and over again. And I went to try it on. It was everything I thought it would be and more. Oh, but then, oh. as I was perusing the shelves, I saw potentially, you know, wedding and... Um, wedding slash replacement engagement ring. Oh, I did see this and I messaged you and I was like, is it what I think it is? I wasn't expecting, because um, when me and Jack got engaged was four years ago and it will be five. So um, it was kind of a temporary engagement ring, but I've, you know, I love it. Um, I love the sentimental side of it, but um, I don't know. It's not something I would necessarily have chosen. I don't know. So I said to Jack, I was like, what do you think of this? And he was like, mm, yeah. Um, basically looked at the price and was like, that's not, outrageous so I like it as I like to do now as I've kind of taught myself I'm going to have a little think about them both and um, see if I keep thinking about them and if I do we'll we'll maybe do something about it that is very very exciting they're the kind of purchases that I, I like get excited about 
even like they're, yeah. they're not me making them I'm yeah I'm very excited and then the other thing that's really cheered me up this week is I finally got my nails done with some nail art and it's been quite a few months I went for a glitter leopard print and I'm I'm over the moon with them it looks like do you take in pictures or do you just go ad hoc when you get there no, well, I generally have like a nail board inspo um, for nail art that I that I reference. But this time I was in a bit of a rush. So I popped on the girl that does my nails. She's called Laura. And I went on her page because obviously it's easier for her to recreate something she's already done. And just the leopard print really popped out at me because I, I love leopard print. And I used to wear it head to toe all the time. And I literally mean head to toe. Um, and I think I've exhausted it. So whilst it's really big this season, I haven't been wearing a lot. But I like I like it on my nails. Mm, I think it looks gorge. You know, when you type in an email and you're really pleased with your nails, you're like... Mm-hmm. I'm doing it at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit longer than normal. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I, I'm very expressionate with my hands this week. <laughs> I'm like, even more so. I know I already am quite expressionate with hands, but um, I'm having a field day. Yeah, I, yeah, nails make me very, very happy. But um... I've got one more thing I want to mention quickly. Um, and it's a book that I bought, I think, in the summer. And I'd started it on holiday and I've just finished it this week. Maybe this should have gone more into teletalk, but because it's a book, I thought I'd keep it under shopping and it's a book by an author called Holly Bourne and it's called How Do You Like Me Now and it is so brilliant I I inhaled it after obviously starting it in summer and then putting it down but once I got going <laughs> like in the last couple of weeks I've just flew flown flown through it um it's what is it about so it's about this like woman who's hitting her 30s and she has a best-selling book she's kind of like you know, like a Liz Gilbert type who's got one of these self-help books and she kind of, everyone looks up to her online and thinks she's got all it all together and it's kind of going on behind the scenes that although her career is really successful, she feels like her success is measured by having a family and a house and all people around her are doing those things and she really can't, like, feels like she can't keep up and can't be honest about it. Um, but it's just, it was it's such a great observation on kind of modern life now um, and you kind of look at it and there's so many little like anecdotal bits that you think oh, I, I, I can relate to that or like especially when you're online and kind of trying to keep it all together that it's just it's so accurate and it was really really enjoyable like it was a very very simple plot but one that almost made it quite familiar which I think is sometimes more enjoyable Oh, oh, I'm going to have to borrow that because I've, did I talk about the fact I'm back into reading that it's, oh, it's happened? I know you started on the train a few weeks ago. You, you got into a couple of books then, but I've had no update since. Yeah, well, the update is I finished, I finished two books in two weeks and for a kind of context, I used to read all the time. Um, but since I had June, I've really, really struggled to read books. I don't know what it is. Um, and I speak to a lot of new mums and, and they find well, they find themselves in a similar situation. So on holiday, I finished Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, which is by Gail Honeyman. If, if you've if you've seen the cover, it's like burnt matches in the shape oh, of a yeah, house. I've got it at home. Yeah, I mean the whole of the internet has read it, but I've had it and tried tried it, just not got into it. I absolutely devoured it on holiday, and then. I started a second book on holiday, which is called The Keeper of Lost Things um, by Ruth Hogan. And I finished it when I got back and it was just, I just loved them both because as we all know, I can't i can't watch or read anything too dark. And they were just really nice books. They just kind of left you, you left finishing them feeling really nice. The Keeper of Lost Things, I particularly um, really, really enjoyed. Um, it was about this man that collected things that he'd found across the um, over the years. And I thought 
he was writing stories about all the different articles that he'd found so if he found a, a little umbrella for example he, he'd written a story but it was actually the truth of what happened to all those items and how they became lost and um he leaves it to his cleaner to reunite some of these things with their owners and it's uh, that during the book two stories run parallel and you're just thinking how like these are two very nice stories but you know why do they relate and then you know at the end it all ties up and um, there's a lost item and and then she found it I hope I've not just ruined the book I haven't I haven't <laughs> I regret everything uh, moving on moving on um yeah book recommendations I definitely want to um a few people have suggested we should do a fringe at book club but I just I think we'd have to read one a month. I don't think we could do anything more than that. I think we could do one a month, actually. But I mean, I'd love to do that because I think it would get me into committing to a book. Which... Oh, maybe we should commit right here, right now. Can we start, but I, I don't have a book. Actually, no, I've got a book that I was about to start. Well, I think, should we start in January? Should we start now? Oh, well, I thought you meant now. Right now, hang up the phone and go and read your book. Right this second. Well... I mean, I could, I could, I've got a book that I could suggest, which is meant to be brilliant, and I've not yet started it, and I was going to this evening. Oh, what is it? What is it? This could be awkward if I don't want to read it. I'm, I've got, I've got a, a book, a well-known book retailer up right now, so I can type it in. It's called The Lido, um, and someone. Yes, you, sorry. Yes, I want to read that after you told me about it. Yeah, by Libby Page. It sounded really good, and I really want to read it. Is your copy hardback or softback? It's hardback. Yeah, so paperback's not available till next year. Should we do one that you can access in softback? <laughs> yeah, just because it's a bit cheaper. Um, but we'll pencil it in for next year. I tell you what, we'll we'll have a little have meeting. A Maybe we'll do a there. Facebook post and we can we can kind of collate things in there. Yeah, because people have been saying that they would like a book club, and to be honest, I just wasn't ready to commit. But I'm I'm back in now. I'm back in the reading groove. I'm here. Shall we move on to Telly Talk? <laughs> You go first, because I feel like I'm, as always, going to hog the conversation if I go first. I mean, you think you're going to hog the conversation, but I've got four different things down. Oh, okay. I watch one thing, one thing only. Okay, well, what did you watch first? You start. Okay, Escape to the Chateau is <gasps> back. <sighs> I watched it for the first time. Did you? What did you think? I really, really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure what to make of it, but... um. I just got quite into it, especially towards the end when I was like, oh, how's the wedding going to go? Like, I just wanted to see everything unfold. How incredible are they? So inspiring. Like, just even like Joe was watching and he was like, oh, you, you deal with stressful situations like she does. And I was like, wow, thank you. What a compliment. I, I was really flattered, actually, I must say. Yeah, I often watch Escape to the Chateau and say to Jack, I'm like, look at these two under a stressful situation. They're doing well. I know, she 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 dealt very well, but I loved it. Um, are you going to go back and watch previous series? Even if you don't, go and watch the Christmas special because it's the most magical thing you'll ever see. Is it really? Oh, sensational. <sighs> okay, then. I'll devour that. Did you enjoy it? Are you glad it's back? Well, I was furious. Well, yeah, furious is the right word. So I have been telling everybody all week it's back. And um, and then I put a public service announcement on. I was like, Escapes the Chateau's back tonight. I actually got the time wrong, but um, I couldn't watch it because we were in the car driving home, you know, taking wrong turnings off the M25 or not, as we were supposed to. And um, so I didn't get home till 11 o'clock. So I'm halfway through that episode 
the best time ever. And I've already seen the finished result of the glamping. And um, for anybody who wonders what the hell we're talking about, Escape to the Chateau is about a couple called Dick and Angel and their two children. And they moved to France four years ago and they bought a castle, essentially. It's got four turrets. It's got a moat. It's amazing. And the whole program is on Channel 4 and it's about them restoring, I want to say to its former glory, but they're both, I hate, I hate to use this phrase, a quirky couple. <laughs> I often get described as quirky and it's really annoying. Um, but they they definitely have their own taste and a real clear vision for what they want it to be. So they're, they're um, creating an events business, basically, and it's just incredible just how talented they both are. And also, it kind of makes me wonder how I just can't deal with everyday life when those two are just, you know, putting a lift in a three-storey castle and it's not a problem. I know, they make everything look so easy. It's the point where I was like, how how, how have they even got, like, I, I, maybe I need to go right back to the beginning, but I was like, they live in a castle. How have they made it look so easy? Well, that castle, I might be getting this wrong, but I think was only 200 grand. It might have been 300, but... There's um in France there's a lot of chateaus and old buildings that nobody lives in and you can get them really, really cheap, but obviously there's a lot of work. So you probably have to put your own um heating systems back in and electrics and all that kind of thing. Um but yeah, we could move to a to a chateau in France if you fancy. I mean, uh, yeah, why not? They make it what I love about that programme um is just like I think bottom line is their can do attitude. Yeah. I love it. I I really enjoyed it. I was really like, it was just a nice feel good program, which I, I'm very partial to, as you may know. I am thrilled that you watched it because I knew you would love it. And I probably shouldn't say this because I'm kind of jinxing it. But there was there was potential chat. I was talking to somebody about maybe having Angela as a guest on the podcast next year. I would love that. I actually said um, I might die if I meet Angel. I might, I might die. Oh my god! Um, I, I probably shouldn't have said that, and I've jinxed it. But um, I just kind of think that I've put it out there to the universe, and uh, I'd really like that. Okay, I will. I'll put it out there also. What? So what have you? Well, what have you not been watching by the sounds of things? Well, so this week, I mean, I've been watching it every week, but I absolutely got so into The Apprentice. Oh, I thought you were going to do Strictly and I was going to sing the theme tune. Ba, ba, da, ba, do, 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 do. No, what's the um, Apprentice theme tune? Do that. Yeah, I can't do it. Charlotte has never seen The Apprentice. <laughs> I have. I have. Um, it's a classical piece of music. I mean, I've just not got the range. You, that's that that is the, what I thought was a problem was there um <laughs> but I was watching it this week and I almost I love it I think it's hilarious but to the point where I think they've just gone too hard on the entertainment value and it's I can't take anyone seriously it's like watching a group of sick formers who have never done business before who are like yeah I get it and I find it really hard to watch but I love watching it as well just kind of one of those things where you just you want to switch off and you're like, no, I'm, I'm in, I'm invested and I have no idea why. Exactly that. Like this week they had to create their own um, airline marketing campaign for a new airline, like a budget airline. And I mean, that task excited me because I was like, I think I could do that. But you and Joe were saying like, you know, there's a lot of people, like one of the teams 
created like a business airline for people that wanted to travel but it was really holy but you think like you know a lot of people at our age they want to go to Europe for the weekend they're traveling a lot doing a lot of like mini breaks and it's like perhaps doing something like you know how EasyJet don't have I've taken this quite seriously can you tell um can't wait to interject with what I would do so please carry on yeah so like you know how EasyJet don't have they just have they have they have another class maybe kind of making it slightly more luxury budget airline for people that want to experience something a bit fancier but don't want to spend a fortune and that something that did the short haul journeys as well I like that Mm, see I was just and I just thought oh you could do a great advert and one of the teams Oh my god, I cannot explain what that. So one of them was called Popjet, and it was just like a party airline. But oh, no. but the air hostess outfit was a halter neck dress. <laughs> no, is that for men and women? What is this? The nineteen sixties? I know, and I'm just like it. Oh, it's, it is mind blowing. What would you do? I mean, I'm keen to know what you'd do now. Well, basically, actually, mine is stuck in the 1960s. And um, do you remember um, Almost Famous? Zoe Deschanel worked for the airline. um, And she had the pink and the orange, like, 60s um, pop art kind of outfit. Basically, that's all I would do. But I haven't really got any further than what I would wear. You've just got the outfits. (laughs) Whereas yours, actually, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Maybe we can confuse our ideas. Maybe we'd be on a good team in The Apprentice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I'm getting a bit sick of, and maybe a few people are, but actually with companies like Ryanair, I actually, EasyJet, I don't mind, but let j- just tell me how much it is to put my bag on oh. and just be relaxed because you just get so stressed. You literally like keep measuring your bag and you're like, oh, are they going to let me put this on or I'm going to be stung with a fee? Um, we flew with um, Thomas Cook and you're only allowed six kilograms of hand luggage. Wait, that's nothing. Yeah, and also June isn't allowed hand luggage, so her hand luggage has to be my hand luggage. And I was like, this child, like, have you ever travelled with an under two? They've got a lot of paraphernalia, and it generally was quite stressful, um, and everything was fine in the end because we'd done so much preparation. But, you know, when you, yeah, I'd rather just tell me the price of the ticket, and I don't want all the extras, just include everything for me. Oh, like, I know. That's a, that's why sometimes it's nice to fly with, like, if, you know, with, like, BA or something, because you think, well, it's all included. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not guessing what I'm going to be paying. I like see a price and I'm like, fine, I can mentally prepare for that. Whereas yeah, getting to the checkout and then adding this and adding that and adding this and you're like, oh, this isn't the bargain I, I thought it was. I know. So would you like a seat belt? Yes. Yes. <laughs> would you like a seat? Yes, obviously. And a lot of airlines, when you go to check in, they purposely separate you from the person you're with. So you've got to pay to sit next to them. I'm definitely going to fly on Purvis Planes. Oh, oh, Purvis Planes. Yeah, that was the name I was going for. I'm into it. What else have you been watching? Well, I've watched two things. They're both very, very different. Um, But last night I watched the new Peter Jackson documentary about World War One called They Shall Not Grow Old. Oh, I really want to watch this. Oh, my goodness. It was unbelievable. Like, Job was like, I was about to go to bed because I was like, I'm going to have an early night. And Joe was like, oh, I'm going to put that Peter Jackson documentary on because BBC have bought the rights. And then I sat down with him for a minute and I got, I just, I got very into it. And it was just absolutely mind-blowing like I just said to Joe I think it's one of those documentaries are going to look back on and think how important it was in kind of familiarizing things that do seem 
so historic to us, I th- if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. So is just to, because I've kind of seen a few things about it, but not, um, so it's, it's recolored footage. Yes. So it's all footage, so original footage, footage from World War One and original um, like interviews and like people talking about the experiences. But the difference, like it's honestly, like it's, it will send goosebumps up you. Like the second it goes from black and white to color, because they show the change, it's like every there is that real air of familiarity. Because I think we are so spoiled now with seeing things in color and mm. HD and how things actually are. That I think when you watch these historic documentaries or films, especially at school, you kind of think, "Oh, that was so long ago," and you can't mm-hmm. almost relate to it. And I mean, watching it, you mean you know how horrific it was, and you know the kind of extent of it. But when you see it all, you think. it's like the end of the world it's Mm. absolutely unbelievable so yeah I I was watching that with Joe and I just it was it's I think how I described it I was like it's just such important watching it's such an important thing to watch yeah absolutely like we you know as obviously I know less we forget but we never ever should forget all those absolute atrocities that were world war one and world war two you know and and hopefully nobody will ever have to live through that kind of thing again or actually you know there are still wars going on in the world which is just absolutely mind-blowing that that people are living like that because it's just so inhumane I think is oh completely something like that that's the thing I was watching and I was just like it's so hard to kind of fathom and wrap your head around and then seeing it almost in this updated footage you just kind of like I don't know, I almost can't articulate it enough mm-hmm. to do it justice. But I do think if, you know, you want to watch something that's really, really, like, like provoking and really, like, insightful, I really, really recommend it. Um, How long was it? I think it's just over an hour and a half. Mm. Yeah, but, I'm um, going to get that on this week, absolutely. Yeah, really, really incredibly, incredibly well done. And, I mean, the other things I've been watching are slightly less important. I mean, they are important, but in a very, very different way. Um, I had a real, oh my God, can you hear the, I hope you can't hear the rain because it has just started hammering it down outside. Oh, you make um, me want to sing. I can't stand the rain. I was going to say it's raining. Oh, oh God, you sing, you sing. It literally sounds like, I mean, I said to myself, I was going to go to the gym this evening, but it literally sounds like someone has turned the shower on to like intense. It does take a lot to waver us from exercise. It really doesn't. I mean, I I said this week I'm going to go more than once to the gym. Um, I'm going to try and get into a routine twice. I think if you get to go once, that's great. Yeah, I mean, last week I went once. So this week, as long as I get to go once, maybe I'll do once for a couple of weeks, then I'll do twice in a couple of weeks' time. (laughs) You ease yourself in there. I know. It just just sounds very rainy, Charlotte. That's what I'm going to say. if, you don't need to tell me you're like I'm not the person you justify it to my blood's um, off since 1 30 I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah like how, how's the couch is the couch part of 5k going how's the yeah, couch? couch part is I'm like selling <laughs> I've nailed it yeah, I nearly went for a run today and I, um, I'm gonna go tomorrow go tomorrow okay we'll both we'll both do something tomorrow Unless I'm going to watch what? Tell me what else you watch, because maybe I'll just watch TV instead. Okay, well, it's just it's two films. So last Sunday, um, I had a real like cozy evening. Oh, I think there's thunder and lightning. Definitely not going out. Um, and I watched my best friend's wedding and then four weddings, 
and yeah. I was in my happy place. And my best friend's oh. wedding is one of my favorite favorite films. And Joe was just like, "What are we doing? What are we watching?" And I was like, "I beg your pardon." Like the moment when they all burst into song in the restaurant, incredible. Do you, I saw Julia Roberts recently. Bloody hell, she's aged what, well. I mean, life? no, yeah, she was in Lincoln and I did not <laughs> tell you. I mean, I don't want to say she's aged well, but what, you know, you expect to see people who have not seen her in 10 years. I don't oh, know, out, out in public. And um, it's just, she's still, I, th- I think she just sparkles from within that smile. It's just, I just love that woman. Oh, she is just unbelievable like she just like oh I don't know she's just got such a warmth about her yeah absolutely if Judy Roberts would like to come on the podcast feel free I mean we could talk about absolute we could do a whole hour of promo for Julia Roberts and I would not mind absolutely as long as you tell as long as she lets me play with her hair because I just kind of feel like I don't know I just want to plait it or something I'm getting a bit weird now can um, you imagine can- if she came on you just sat there touching her hair I wouldn't be able to record that with you <laughs> Can we talk about Four Weddings and Funeral? Because it's on Netflix. Is that why you decided to watch it? Yeah. So I decided. I just wanted to watch like a really like a film that I I, I love. Just yeah. To... Anything Richard Curtis. Get it on. I know. And I was like, oh, Joe, I haven't watched that in a while. And then Joe's never seen it, so I was like, Joe, you have to watch this. And I think he was very much like, I don't have to watch anything. <laughs> have I told you about Four Weddings and a Funeral? The soundtrack. No, but I can imagine how amazing it is. So basically, when I was younger, I used to rent CDs from the library. And that's where I discovered the Beatles. Um, I used to go every week and just rent CDs. And I had the Four Weddings and a Funeral soundtrack. But the problem was, is they put snippets from the film in between the songs. So the, the intro to Gloria Gaynor um, has this this little snippet. And it just absolutely, like, I can't stop. Um, so Hugh Grant speaks to one of his friends. I can't remember which one it is. And he's like, how's, how's your gorgeous girlfriend? And she's like, she's no longer my girlfriend. And Hugh Grant's like, ah, oh, oh dear. Uh, I wouldn't get too gloomy about it. Rumor had it. She never stopped bonking old Tommy Delilah in case you didn't work out and then and then his friend goes she's now my wife and then it goes first I was afraid I was petrified um so yeah if anybody else has listened to the four weddings and a funeral soundtrack as much as I have feel free it's quite a niche group but um so you used to literally like say the bits in between when you were younger as well so you you memorized all of that yeah that's so funny how old were you um probably like 11 (laughs) <laughs> but that one is just is just hilarious because Hugh Grant is so posh and he's like ah, ah. oh you know but that's what Hugh Grant does anyway he goes ah, ah. Like, he has a motorbike firing up huh um, well I was just gonna say don't you think because a few people have, have got a few issues with with some of those films but quite frankly I don't but I don't think she was that charming mm, I just no. don't know what this was about I know, it was a lot of fuss, and I was like, much ado about nothing. So it's okay. And the other bit that really gets me is when John Hanna uh, reads his speech at the funeral, and he's, you know, he's he's like, he was my east, my west, my north, my south. I've got I've got the directions all mixed up. But, I mean, every <laughs> single time. I love it. It was the first time I'd actually seen Four Weddings, so oh. I can't believe it. I know, which is really weird because it is the most me film. Um, I just love how many times they say the F word, only a British film, because um, obviously when they, the, the opening scenes are when they've, they've, they've not set their alarm or their alarm's going late and they're just like F, 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 and in really posh British accents and I just love it. It's, that, it's the perfect bit of escapism for me. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to watch it this week again, and I've already watched it in the past four weeks. And the other thing I'm going to watch this week is is uh, Chicago because I've been listening to the soundtrack again, and I'm literally like all all that jazz handing around the house. So um, I've not actually seen that. What? Would it, do you think I'd like it? Do, yes. Do not watch it and wait till I'm there, and we'll watch it together. And then okay. you can Renny Zellweger, and I can be Catherine Zeta Jones, or vice versa. I don't really care. Actually, no, okay. I'd want to be Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay, I'll be Renee. Um, one more thing: it doesn't actually fall under telly, but it's a podcast I've listened to this week, and I think I wanted to. I think I want to mention it um, because I put it in the, my newsletter. Our friend Sarah Brand um, recommended it to me. She was like, "You'll love this." And it's an interview with Kira Knightley on a podcast called Awards Chatter. Oh, and oh, it's amazing! I I, I love Kira Knightley already, but I listened to it and I was like, oofed. It was good. It was a real kind of like, it, I don't know, just listening to her like to her talk and everything she's been through, and like, I don't know. It's a real like. It gave me a bit of fire in my belly. Well, she doesn't really open up a lot, Kira. As in, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she does to friends, but I mean, I feel like she doesn't give lots of interviews and I, I think I'd love to listen to her talk yeah I mean she talked a lot about her private life and I think when she started out like I didn't realize how young she was when she did like bend it like Beckham and love actually and I think all of that fame and the attention was so much that it just seemed like I think she just wanted to step away from it but she talks about how like when you're in the spotlight people are always desperate to see you fall and see you fail mm-hmm. and it's kind of keeping on top of that and having a really good support network and a kind of a good dose of like f you as well and just no I'm give like use that as a driver to make you want to do better um, but, um definitely listen to that what's the name of that podcast again awards chatter right okay going on um you just said the words love actually I mean I don't want to turn this into a Richard Curtis fan fest but it's nearly time it is nearly time. Joe got in yesterday and he was like, oh, Liv, the Sainsbury's not far. Let's put their Christmas tree up. He was like, should I put some Christmas songs on? I was like, no, stop right there. I was like, we wait till the first. Uh, yeah, agree. I was, like, I was just like, no, we can't. If we start now, we'll exhaust it. And I was like, no, we wait till the first and then we go in. Well, I was going to say to you, um, I've heard rumours that Margate uh, Dreamland, they're going to play Love Actually, and the local Margate Choir is going to sing an intro. Very oh. excited. Oh, my God. When is that? Can we both go? Yeah. We'll tell you what, maybe we'll get a Christmas diary out and we can put we, we can put various choir singing events in. I would love nothing more. I can't wait. Um, on that note... I'm going to go because I think my parents are downstairs and June's back from nursery, but I've had a lovely time chatting. I know, I have too. I hope this has been a good episode. I feel like it was literally just two people having a natter, but um, better that than nothing. Podcast. That is true. It is just two people having a chat. Um, if you would like to subscribe, review and rate us, maybe not on this episode, do go back and listen to <laughs> our better episodes. Listen to last week's again, again. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. Um, it helps other people find us. Um, it, and also, you can join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. And on there, let's start the book, the, the, the book club, the book club chat. Yeah, the Bob Club chat. <laughs> One more piece of admin. We have an event, a festive Christmas event, on the 13th of December in East London. Pop it in your diaries. We will be announcing all details about it this week. Yes, we're very, very excited. We'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>